0: to Coffee and Cows. I'm Michael. And I'm Lance. Here we are serving up a piping fresh mug of justice. So eventually we need an Anthony soundbite. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but do I have a Batman voice or do I have a Batman voice? That's up to you. Yeah, maybe you you're could, Bruce Wayne. You have your own version of it. I right. mean, right, right. maybe you're Bruce Wayne or Space Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Did I ever tell you guys when I dressed up as Space Ghost? No. Well, for the last, it was I was going to a Halloween party, Halloween birthday party for me. Okay. And um, at a place where they weren't celebrating my birthday, I just was like gonna. Ch- jump in and be like hey guys it's my birthday and make everybody feel guilty for forgetting because that's what happens when you have a birthday on halloween
0: yeah you kind of lose it yeah
1: but at the last minute i came up with this idea to be space ghost for halloween Mm -hmm. and i had everything i needed in my apartment and i pulled it together last second and i looked awesome Nice. nobody yellow sheet cave no yellow sheet for the cape, that, that actually had a tie, my nice. aunt made me a cape. Yeah. It, for when I was robbing like a few years before, yeah. I had the mask, I put together the emblem on my chest, and nobody got it. Yeah. Nobody remembered. This you have the whole party the full of millennials did not remember. Oh, no. these kids Space, space Ghost! You, oh. you need the old powerful gauntlet for the How was buttons. it? it was a space Space school Yeah. <laughs> it was great. And it was probably the last good Halloween costume I had. But, and Gleek. And I wish I had a Gleek, yeah. My nephew would have been a great Gleek. <laughs> it was Gleek? The, the, monkey. Was the monkey. The monkey, right? Yep. I just Jason, remember Zorak. It was Jason.
2: Zorak. <laughs>
0: But yeah. that was space coast was coast coast. To coast. To coast see that's that Meyer. See that's the thing. You missed yeah. the original one in, yeah. in the late sixties. I probably and 70s. watched
2: them on Boomerang. Probably. Like, yeah. Like when they had Johnny Quest. And, yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, those the late night Hanna-Barbera cartoons, yeah. Yeah. the serious ones. Cool. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, their was version awesome. of Adult
0: Swim. Yeah. yeah.
1: Birdman. 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 Yeah. yeah. Those those cartoons were great. There's the
0: Mighty Thor. Yeah, Thor. the mighty Thor. Thor. Was he was a had, caveman. Yeah, with a hammer. He had the club, and he <laughs> transformed into <laughs> Thor. Oh man! Yeah. Can right. you be more like him?
1: <laughs> I can kill an entire podcast talking about the Hanna-Barbera oh, yeah. superheroes. Yeah. yeah, that's
2: definitely yeah, we'll worth it. That that's definitely a good podcast because that'll like trend. You know what I mean? Oh, people be yeah. like, oh, I remember that. And they'd want to hear yeah. it. And, yeah.
1: Especially because Cartoon Network had a habit of like bringing them back, like Harvey right. Birdman, Attorney at yeah. Law. <laughs> yeah. Those were really funny. Yeah. and um, So people might remember, like you said, right. the, the spoof versions of right. the cartoons that yeah. were, in and of itself, um, really funny <laughs> so alright so now this episode of Coffee and Cows we're focusing on a character who doesn't wear a cow Wonder Woman both comics and movies what direction are we it's going right. doesn't matter
0: honestly I'm not very familiar with the comic book character okay I, I, again I'm a Marvel guy I really don't Jeez, have too much
2: on. I mean she
1: dates back golden age so it's uh, yeah, 1940 guys William Marston, the creator, the guy who invented the lie detector. Yes. Really?
0: Yes, he invented the lie detector and obviously has the lasso of truth. Yes. Oh, wow. So
1: time. there's a little bit of a, of a you know, trend there with um, what was in real life and what Wonder Woman did in the comic. And uh, it took place around a world war. So the reason why I didn't want to do a podcast or write a review of Wonder Woman is because I didn't really know what to say about it. I knew that I loved the movie. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I, I wanted to say that I appreciated the fact that it was almost an anti-war movie, especially compared to some of the Marvel movies that are coming out. I mean, Infinity War, there's war in the name. Also, the DC movies that came before it, which were all about, like, death and destruction, really dark. Weren't joyous at all, in my opinion, at least. No, and uh, I agree. This is
0: probably the best DC movie that I really have seen that's come out. Um, the the action part of it was fantastic uh, she the, kicked ass she oh yeah, really the, did the uh, the age of innocence that, that that it's almost like a coming of age even though she's technically an adult you see her coming of age from the innocence of mascara to going to man's world yeah and you know learning what's really going on in the outside world uh, And Now, how does she fix that?
1: Right. And I love that she's just a character who comes in and is like, what can I do to help? And yeah, she's got her own motive. Like, she's got to stop Ares. But she didn't have to. She could have been like, that's not my world. And so she picks up the sword and she's like, I'm going to go. I'm going to help out these people. And I'm going to solve the problem that that the Amazons have faced for a long time, which was whether or not Ares is still alive and bringing death and destruction to innocent people. And I love that throughout the movie, the movie's peppered with these moments where she just sees people in trouble and she she's basically just says, what can I do to help? Um, I really liked uh, Gal Gadot in the part. I uh, love the villains. Um, I forgot the main villain's name, so I wrote it down. It was uh, David Thewlis, yes. who I've, so I haven't it was, seen in it was much. like Kleiser? Yeah. Uh, I really thought that he was great. And I know that you guys have issues with him having a British accent and all. But I love a classic, good British villain, and um, yes, in a James Bond movie.
0: <laughs> well, the movie took place in London. Yes, yeah, so it made sense. I, I I'll bow down
1: to yeah. that. All right. And then uh, I love that uh, they did. You did see him in costume at the end. Uh, I don't think he needs to be in costume the whole time. I thought, the uh, him showing up, full out, full Aries outfit was badass and, and done pretty well. Um, and I liked the fact that uh, Danny Houston was the decoy villain. And I know that's been done before as well, but I, I was into the movie where I actually didn't see it coming. I, I, was, once I, I, I kind of had a feeling, but I didn't think it was going to be to that extent that he wasn't Ares at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that kind of when they pulled the carpet out from under you, I thought that that was um, kind of cool.
2: It was interesting because I felt that it was almost like the first Thor movie when you're in Asgard. And then you got brought to like... I wouldn't even say Captain America, you know, the first Avenger. But it it was definitely, um, I guess, maybe Wolverine-ish. Yeah. Like, it was realistic. Right. Which is what I feel like Captain America, the first Avenger, needed. This is like World War One. I love the fact that it was gritty in that sense that you saw like a lot of the casualties of war. Yeah, I didn't expect that.
1: Yeah, me neither. Yeah. But I had read beforehand that uh, Patty Jenkins, the director, really wanted to show that because yeah. it, otherwise uh, it would just would have been realistic at all. Like if you're going to show a war movie, which this was, well, in my opinion, an anti-war movie because she doesn't want to. At the end, she says like I, she tries to not fight. She says, right. like, I want to solve this problem with love rather than um, destruction. Yeah. yeah, And the end, she just puts pushed to a point where you can't, you have to resort to fighting, and she just says, sorry, brother. And I love yes. that last moment, because it shows that that, that she's compassionate. Right. Yeah. And uh, Which was what Wonder Woman was all about.
2: They really bring her down to earth oh, yeah. when they do that. Because
1: you're in like a fantasy
2: world, and then you really feel the weight of the real world. Which... I mean they would have done that for Thor that would have been great yeah you know too like and there's I, a lot to look at like Marvel should be looking at to learn from this movie
1: yes and I think they were smart to bring it into World War I and I, I'm not I used to feel like they could just take what's in the comics and, and put it on the big screen and it would work but I kind of like when they take artistic license and switch it around a little bit. Was she a
2: World War II character? She was World War II. Okay. That's how
1: she started out punching Nazis in the face, just like Steve Rogers. But, and because Marvel beat DC to the punch in bringing that World War II hero to the screen, I think it was pretty smart of them to go into World War One. Yeah. Uh, and I'm hoping um, that we see her in World War Two in a sequel because the movie leaves you off thinking. Where does she go now? Right. I don't want to see her in modern times just yet. I want to see her, what, what's Wonder Woman doing when the Nazis come into play? Right. You know, and I think you can get, a, there'll be enough time between First Avenger and Wonder Woman part two where they can explore that. So I'm really hoping that they go into that and I want to see her punch Hitler in the face. You know, like I think that would be so cool and I think DC needs that uh, story. And they can build out, even if the other DC movies suck, uh, they can build out a nice series with Wonder Woman, the same way Marvel did, well, the 20th Century Fox movies did with Wolverine. Like, he's right. got his own series of movies there yeah, the, that that thread can run yes. with Wonder Woman for DC.
0: I think Wonder Woman is kind of the, the positive turning point for DC. If they keep that momentum going, they'll be all right. Up until this point, with the last being Batman vs. Superman. It's kind of been flubs. Yeah. Did well, technically the, Suicide Squad. Did you see well, yeah, that Yeah, Suicide meme? Squad I, I, I grant as a success. Did you, yeah, you see that Really? Meme? I liked it. Really? I actually liked it. I like it. For what it is, as an action movie, I liked it. Uh. They, they had some humor in there. Not to the same level as Marvel, because Marvel does the, the one-liners every five lines. Yeah. Uh, but as an action movie, introducing some characters to you, I think it was on the
1: successful side. I think Wonder Woman, I would argue, was funnier than Suicide Squad. Really? Which doesn't make any shouldn't make sense because no. on paper you have Harley Quinn and the Joker in one movie and a straight-laced do-gooder superhero in the other. In right. a, in the other. But I actually laughed more watching Wonder Woman than I did with Suicide Squad where are uh, Steve Trevor, right? Like uh, the audience right. is him. Like he knows what it's like to be in the real right. world, mm-hmm. introducing her and the, all those little so awkward moments. You think moments.
0: that the sense of innocence, yes. in, in man's uh, introduced into
1: this crazy world of man, yeah, is the humorous. part? I, oh, I think yeah, it was similar to. I'm trying to. F- how do you fight in this dress? It was almost like sp- like splash, you know? Yeah, like those little lines. Right. Like how do you fight in this dress? Like that was that to me is funny. It had like that Richard, more of a Richard Donner feel than it did Zack Snyder. Right, and I like the idea of um, her th- throwing out those lines where it was like, "How do you fight in this dress? Where do I keep my sword?" You know, like. I really those those little sort of things. What yeah, made it funny, made and it like, funny. and um, and I, I loved his car, his ragtag yeah guys that you you pointed out like w- that he picked up in the bar. I love those. That's characters. That's exactly what yeah. they've
2: been saying that the DC movies was lacking. Yeah,
1: I think they tried to hit it too hard with um, with Suicide Squad,
2: right? Where they they just like.
1: One liner after one liner, where you're like okay, it was like it was like the movie Splash with Tom Hanks, where right. it's like Steve Trevor is, is that guy, and Daryl Hannah is like Wonder Woman. Where it's right. like they they're trying to figure out how crazy the world that they are is, actually is that mm-hmm. they're the world that they're in actually is. So I, I that's why I, I kind of enjoyed myself more watching that, and I thought it was funnier. I just think I, it bothers me that they that it took this long to bring Wonder Woman to the big screen like that the fact that Suicide Squad somebody greenlit Suicide Squad before Wonder Woman bothers the hell out of me I agree that Empress or Enchantress I'm sorry Enchantress had her screen time you know bobbing and shaking about like she was having a seizure (laughs) that made the big screen before Wonder Woman Diana Prince like that that character has been waiting so long and I know that it showed in the response that people went to go see it, and that there was hardly a drop off. I think for two weeks, it beat, it buried the mummy. Yeah. yeah. Um, it buried um, a, 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 what's it called, a Baywatch. Yeah. It nothing, it, that, nothing could survive happened. with Wonder Woman right. in the in the on, right. in the office in the box, box office, also. whereas Suicide Squad just yeah dipped yeah. after the second week, oh, tanked after the first week.
0: Here's something interesting. Last night I. Watched Wonder Woman, animated movie.
1: Oh yeah, with um, Felicity, the actress who played Carrie Russell, plays yes. the voice. And
0: um, I thought that was a phenomenal thing, but it was more modern. So you have Steve Trevor in, in like an F fifteen. Yeah. You know, it was it was a modern day version of the same story, where you have you know I guess an Afghanistan-type war going on and things like this. That's another direction that they could have gone with instead of going into the past. It's like yeah. an Iron Man. Which might have not had the same comparisons to um, you know, Captain America, First Avenger. Would, right. that,
2: that would have been interesting. Yeah, but um, do we want to go off of that um, quote that
0: you... Okay, so... <laughs>
1: so, yeah, I'm... Wrote out. Yeah, you have it up? Yeah, oh yeah. Nine. So, I'm walking in Utah... And I'm about to have a nice night out, and then all of a sudden I received this text message from Lance, pretty much blowing up Wonder Woman right before my eyes, (laughs) where he says, A soldier named Steve rides a motorcycle into battle of a major world war. He goes to a local bar and gets together a ragtag team of international specialists. They fight the good fight, going after a human enhanced by mysterious chemicals with limitless troops and a very and very advanced technologies. Our hero makes the ultimate sacrifice and takes over a plane with a doomsday weapon that could kill millions over the ocean. The plane, weapon, and hero come to a seeming end. Am I describing Wonder Woman or Captain America, the first Avenger? Trick question. The answer is both. <laughs> the answer is both.
0: Yes. And uh, as much as I enjoyed both movies, Unfortunately Captain America came first. Yeah. And it's, you know, you see memes all the time about copying homework but don't make it look too yeah. too real. I think Michael said it before. The first half of the movie is very original and fantastic on its own. When Steve Trevor rides into battle on the motorcycle, it takes a different turn and it's almost a copy of The First Avenger and I I think it should have been done a different way. Yeah. I think it's the best DC movie that I've seen since the original Superman's back in the 70s. Mm. Unfortunately, it looks to me that they copied Marvel's homework, yeah. and I just wish that the story was told differently. You know, again, in the animated movie, it was told in modern times, you know, Steve is flying in an F-15. It's the same story where you know she's innocent on on Themyscira, has to go to man's world, again still has to stop Ares. Yeah. Same basic premise, but just told in a modern time. It doesn't have to copy the same formula. Yeah. And that's where I just think that they went wrong.
1: Yeah. They should borrow from the cartoons more often. The animation department is Fantastic. so good, yeah. And so solid. Yeah. I don't know why they don't. There's not somebody in the studio going, this is the template right here, rather than biting off of Marvel.
0: I'm enjoying the new the animated movies yeah, as opposed to just the TV shows. And there was one, um, Justice League War, which also gets them all together. Yes. And there's one little scene which I had a smile at because it's where she gets introduced to ice cream, Yeah. which was also here in the movie. Yeah and this, this is, is fantastic yeah, this is fantastic yeah,
1: yeah. i like little stuff like that yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and that, that's I can see why you thought that
2: face. was funnier than suicide squad
1: oh yeah and it didn't because it wasn't trying to be funny yeah she just was right yeah it was the I these movies started. that needed right. suicide squad was like hey look how funny we are right. i alive. have a unicorn yeah.
0: yeah yeah don't you can't force humor down your throat It's the again the sweetness the innocence of diana prince that yeah. made it funny in our world
1: Exactly. But the, but they you're right they probably could have used one more draft where they could have maybe switched out the plane crash at the end just so does not make it as similar to right. first Avenger like, you just need one more draft so that's something why to
0: make it more personal
1: I think you should m- send in an application to be a DC Warner Brothers script doctor like tomorrow and just just send it that could be your your so, new so career so yeah from make. your
2: perspective just watching the movie did you think a little bit like.
1: Uh, this is reminiscent of First Avenger. I think once he jumped on the motorcycle, yeah. But we've seen that before. Like Indiana Jones has been on a motorcycle. Yeah, but that's to. a
0: small part of it. Yeah. But to me, it copies. He looked like almost scene to scene from that point. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's not just the motorcycle in and of itself.
1: Are we talking scenes or beats? Because those are they're different. Okay. So like I know that there are superhero movies that like have similar beats whereas like you know there's act one um you know the, you're introduced to the characters and the initial action At, you know act two the situation complicates gets worse for the hero act three he gets like a a clue as to how to solve the problem and four is the resolution whereas like you so that that formula is repeated a lot in comics themselves as well as um in film so I, I'm just careful not to say like they stole the scenes rather than like saying they copied the The, the beats. formula. The formula, right? I, I, you yeah, know, I think it's, beyond,
0: beyond, the, that I pr- think it's beyond the formula, though. Paint it out for me. It's just beyond the basic formula. Like I said in, in, in the quote, if I don't tell you which movie we're talking about, you don't know. Yeah. And that's where I see the problem. It's almost identical in the uh, the portrayal of the story. Yeah, so you feel it, it's more than just these beats, more than just the acts. And yeah, that's basic storytelling. It's yeah. basic storytelling from from ancient Greece.
1: They had they they had plenty of time to fi- you know, change the story right. too. If they even if they had a working script back when first avenger came out, they had plenty of time I, to They had years. It's almost it. too yeah. close. is what you're saying.
0: Exactly. I Again, I go back to my quote. If I don't tell you which movie, do you know what I'm talking about?
1: And they're both played by a character named, Steve. by an actor named Chris. Uh, <laughs> wow. Right, that's just Chris. I was just going to say, yeah. like, the characters, yeah. Steve
2: and Chris. Wow. I, I, mean, I,
1: can't, I can't actually steal that line because my friend Noel is the one who pointed that out. We, yeah. we need to find a Chris. Yeah. <laughs> and he probably could have played Captain America himself,
0: and, too. And they. I've got to say, Warner Brothers and, and DC—they had to go. They had a one up their Chris. Yeah. The Marvel Chris had bulging biceps. This one was completely naked. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. which, which also made it different and unique. Yes. Because Because uh, Wonder Woman, I told Mike before, her, the original comics were always had like a little bit of sexy qualities to them, yeah. and they were always a little risque, especially in the yes. early days. So I like that they didn't hold back. They they held back just enough to keep the movie PG thirteen. Right, I, I definitely see like the the two
2: perspectives of it. Like if you look at um, even some of the comics that we've been reading, like Civil War two, and you look at Ulysses, and it's almost like Minority Report. You could say, oh, they just stole that, or oh, they stole this formula. And I do agree with you, like in film and in literature. They steal the same plots over and over and over and over again. They just rework the story. Yeah. Everything is like almost a copy, but I do agree with your perspective, Lance. That it was it was almost too similar. Right. Where it was like motorcycle, uh, Steve, um, you know, the whole plane death. The villain
1: itself. The, the villain, villain. It was very close. The yeah. Yeah.
2: villain, yes, yes, and 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 the chemical weapon um, that's gonna mass murder. Now, was Just, it a chemical weapon? See, now yeah. you're making me think no, back to First Avenger. The, like the
0: First Avenger. Well, they had super bombs. Super bombs. To all these major cities. They had the super chemical instead. But again, like, it's little minute
2: differences, but kind of the same. Yeah. Right.
0: World War One didn't have. The it was super a bonds. very
2: big plane, and the other one was a very big plane. It was
0: very. <laughs> and again, you know, our, our Chris actor Steve needs to take it down over the ocean yeah. before it hurts anybody. Yeah, he looked very. What
1: like, Batman did in The Dark Knight Rises. I felt true. he looked like some Brad days you just can't get Benjamin rid of a bomb.
2: <laughs> yeah, did you get that vibe? Yeah, but like when had, Brad Pitt's
1: ride, rode, riding on the motorcycle. Yeah, that's where we've also seen it. So I think yeah. that image of like that cool, handsome World War One or World War Two a, a rugged hero. Yeah, a yeah. rugged hero riding on with a leather jacket on a motorcycle is something that we've seen. So. I think, in the context of a superhero film, Steve Rogers did it, and in the in the comics and in the movie. So you
2: can almost say it's too cliche to do it. It's a right? little cliche. Yeah,
1: I'll give you that. Yeah. But he did look cool doing it. Absolutely. He did look cool. I won't argue that. But you also have to point out that um, Wonder Woman, when she came out uh, in 1940, it was the same year as Cap. So you have it, it just it, it just the nature of the characters very similar from from the very beginning. Like, they, they wanted a character to fight in World War II, just like, a, a woman, to, just like the, they had all these male characters doing it. So I think even, at, even from its inception, it was very uh, similar.
0: Look, Marvel had to update Iron Man. Iron Man was originally a Vietnam-era superhero. Yeah. Now they're making it, they made it in the Afghanistan era. Yeah. So you have to update and adapt your story to make it fit the right way.
1: Not necessarily. Like I said, I, bringing Wonder Woman back to World War I allows you to go somewhere with the character that you can't go with Tony Stark. Tony Stark is a mortal guy, just like. Yeah, and he needs his technology. He's going to get old. He's gonna He needs his technology. I want to see Wonder Woman in World War II, in Korea, in Vietnam. I want to see her yeah. get into yeah. arguments with politicians. You want to see what they did with the now, let me ask Wolverine. You, did- Yes, like that, they just right. show him through the war. That's where I mean. So we see, te- we, we get, side saber too, right? We we get like a, she's. Uh, I admit a little bit similar to Captain America, but where you go with her could be something completely Absolutely. different. Absolutely,
0: and fun. you open up a lot of doors and a lot of windows to do so much with this yeah. character now.
1: Yeah, and, and if and Patty again, Jenkins stays on or not, whether another director takes over, uh, you have you give that director the opportunity to explore these little pocket stories that. You couldn't do with another character, and in a way, I think the World War One setting was genius, because we—I ne- have never seen a World War One movie on, on the big screen, and two, the fact that it was um, Wonder Woman just made it so much better. Um, so I'm hoping that that's the route that they go.
0: Yeah, and when I was in high school, going way back when, uh, we saw the movie All's Quiet on the Western Front*. Yeah, there you go. And that's kind of what you know reminded me of watching the trench warfare and. Uh, yeah, I think no that, man's land. I love it how that, she just ran into a, no man's land. That was such a land. fantastic scene. How, how she was, broke through, um, you know, the no man's land era and and led our troops. Yeah, and our troops just blindly followed, saying, "Holy shit!" She broke through the line. Let's yeah. go.
2: Yeah, the ragtag team uh, that was like, "What's uh, what about what's Captain America's team called?" Uh, you had the Howling Commandos. Howling, yeah, the Howling Commandos <laughs> followed yeah. Wonder Woman. Yeah. That was another similarity. Yeah,
0: but here you had the the Scottish uh, sniper that I can't shoot.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, so what about you, Mike? I mean, like you, you know, you you saw the movie. Did you enjoy it as much before Lance ruined it for you? Like he did. for What tried to do it
2: for me? Lance didn't necessarily ruin it. I, I think I'm a little neutral. I think up until the motorcycle scene. That's when it kind of got too um, similar. Yeah, too similar. Like I, I feel like it fell, it fell off for me at that scene. And then when you got to like British Aries, yeah. this is Michael's then, pet peeve coming up. Yeah, right this is this is like my pet peeve of the movie, is they went back and they um, through that little sequence of like telling the history of Aries, um, show him as still British Aries with a mustache. And I feel like they kind of, they didn't give enough, um, they didn't give enough
0: Godliness to, things. yeah, yeah, they didn't, huh.
2: they they didn't give enough even behind his character to explain, like, through the age, like, what the hell has he been doing all this time? All of a sudden he pops up as this British guy, it's like... Well, um, you know, what was he doing during all these wars? Like but they
1: did, they did explain that they were. He kind of has like this little monologue that he gives her, where he's like, "All you have to do is is nudge them the right way, and they'll just create the violence themselves." Like he was like, he's, I forget the exact line, but I think right. it was really well right. written. Like he was just like, "I really didn't have to do much." It was almost a kind of Jokerish, you know? Yeah. Like he was like, "They're the ones that are dark, and and they're not worth." all this trouble Diana and so that's what made her moment at the end of the movie so powerful is that she's about to kill the bad guy um, Dr. Poison and um, when she obviously chooses not to that shows just so much about who she is that she is she's the complete opposite of him and that she has faith in, in mankind and, and you know and that whole and shmiel. compassion for and compassion more.
0: yeah but I think I, I agree I with, with me Michael off. in the sense that when when you're in high school and you're talking about the Greek gods and whenever you watch movies about Greek gods like the latest one where uh, the rock plays hercules yeah that is the picture in your head of a greek god when yeah. you have jeeves with the, the mustache even when he's telling his origin story and he's facing zeus yeah and it's the same face i want a god of war ares you know you, it's mm. it doesn't fit the picture yeah you know? but but I, I do
2: agree it, it adds a lot of character that he was a general and he's kinda like a, a snaky character that you know that's like his godlike abilities. Yeah. Ignore the man behind yeah. the curtain. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. I like that though. I don't know if you have to cast an actor who looks like the rock to be that no, no but if you're gonna visualize villain. a
0: god of war, let it be like when Loki portrayed Odin. Yeah. Let him use his an illusion. When he dons the armor, yeah. let him become his true self.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: If he's gonna be the weasel behind the scenes, that's fine. When he's behind the scenes, mm. when you finally meet the wizard, meet the wizard. But I, I think they did that with the armor. If they didn't do the armor,
2: I would have been like, okay, like this is silly. You know, like this is not really going back to the source of like the comic, but. Um, the fact that, and, and it's a little pet peeve, you saw the mustache through the armor. It's like, <laughs> why? Why? Like, just show him in different forms. Like, yeah. okay, throughout the, the ages, he's been whispering in people's ears and pushing them over to, um, you know, create conflict. But, like, change his form, you know? Make well,
1: him a. Um, here's what I have to say about the mustache one, it reminded me of Cesar Romero as the Joker. Yes. Mustache villain's still badass. To, um, if he had a beard as a Greek god he would still ideally that, keep his facial hair at least some facial hair, some facial hair. as that's the cool. generations went on I could mean, totally picture a Spartan yeah. Yeah. but I just can't picture Jeeves <laughs> give him a Leonidas beard But I think that was the goal was it? because you don't expect him to be the villain Well, that's what, when the hell... brother, it was Arnold Schwarzenegger with a beard you would be like oh he's clearly the god well, of war but that's fine but
0: when again when he's in Aries form he, he still has the Aries. accent. Yes. Yeah. The it's English like, accent. You, also. you know, you've oh, you've I been see. spending so way saying,
1: too much time as Ares, like in that. You know. I see. Skin. So you're saying like they should the voice should have went away, like he should have. <laughs> I am a god of war. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm not a god of war. There's a difference.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> it didn't bother me, and I and I, I thought it was great that. They snuck him in that way and, and like you were saying, you never saw it coming.
0: But yeah. Alright. Well here we have three different views of Wonder Woman. But I think we all agree that it was fantastic. Yes, it, was it was
1: a
2: fantastic
0: movie. Yeah. Um think, I'm looking forward to Aquaman.
1: Yeah. Uh, well I was just saying we before you walked in today, I was telling Michael that I have an idea for an Aquaman movie. They're not going what 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 I wanted when I was like nineteen when I and I wrote my idea down. But what I did was I took the beats from the original Superman as a baby from another world, comes to our world, figures out, learns how he has this, these powers, goes around, solves a bunch of problems, meets the bad guy, things get complicated, and then he ends up saving the world. That formula could work. Absolutely. But with a different character. Yes. So I'm hoping that that's, you know... I don't mind it so much. Now, would you think, keep him
2: like Jason Momoa, or would you go no, more with the traditional Aquaman? My, my
1: Aquaman actually was um, a burnout surfer, and then he he becomes the Arthur Curry that we all know and love. He has to learn responsibility. He's like he's kind of like... Point break? Point break, yeah. <laughs> he's point break with a little bit of uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, okay. um, Sean Penn, thrown in with a little bit of like... Um, Chris Hemsworth, like long beach hair type okay. of guy who right. like learns responsibility as Dude, I gotta save the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> <sound> like, um... <laughs> who also, who gets annoyed because... Finding Nemo. <laughs> like he's like, he would be s- hunched over on a boat like... You know, uh, brooding or whatever and then dolphins would just come up to him and start talking to him and he'd be like shut up he'd <laughs> <laughs> just get angry I gotta stop doing these shrooms <laughs> I man I can't like stop all these fish oh, just I keep talking stop to smoking me smoking this shit like it would be annoying I don't just talk to fish <laughs> yeah like he would be like this is the stupidest superpower ever like he would think he himself is He's stupid nuts, yeah. <laughs> until he learns that he, he could do like awesome things like ride a, a great white shark into battle again in the
0: animated movie version of Aquaman Arthur Curry talk to fish knows that he's tougher than other people his size but he doesn't understand why he doesn't know who he is and the first third of the movie is figuring out who he really is and a representative of Atlantis finds him and recruits him as the new king Mm. it's actually a very good story and done very well and if they could do a version of that
2: they're really like Making going off of like the 90s Aquaman with the hook arm and yeah, the whole badass. That would be kind of cool to see. That's kind yeah. of like what
1: Momo is. So, you look forward to Aquaman? What else? I'm
0: looking forward to, to Aquaman and Justice League. I really wish that they would release a lot more trailers of all the upcoming movies so I can be just as excited for DC as I am for Marvel.
1: Yeah, yeah, me too.
2: I totally agree. Um, I'm excited for Aquaman the most. Uh, I don't know. There's just not enough that I've seen in the Justice League trailer, and um, I'm more excited uh, for Wonder Woman than anything. Like to continue, like you were saying, because that's that's been the best movie. I mean,
1: I'm turned off by like Ben Affleck, and uh, I don't know. What are your thoughts on um, Joss Whedon taking over for Zack Snyder, and also Danny Elfman taking over the music? of Justice League I think
0: that's a fantastic combination I really cannot wait to see the the results of it some teaser trailers would be nice
1: yeah
2: yeah I mean do you think we're gonna see the Batman that's like that's like I I feel like that news has been forgotten
1: yeah I think they're just starting from scratch with that Um, I think that Ryan Reeves wants to do it or Matt Reeves rather wants to do it his way he said he's a, a, a lifelong Batman fan so I i feel pretty good no, about I, that.
0: I'd like to see a, a gymnast athletic Batman as they opposed to, to a, a, uh, a, a powerlifter <laughs> bruiser Batman. Yeah, they yeah. need
2: to put him on like Weight Watchers. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a cut. No more bulk day, Ben Affleck. Cut.
1: <laughs> well, that I guess that's a good place to leave it.
0: There you go. And justice has been served, and my mug is now empty.